Goku, a Weekend Wire um, instant reaction. Sleepy Weekend Wire. Sleepy Weekend. Uh, we did not have any activity over the weekend from us, but there is a lot of basketball going on. Um, and we're going to recap some of that. And we're also going to recap the game four that we just saw, the Al Horford game, as it will come to be known um, oh, yes. in the history books. Um, and then later, Aro is going to talk about his game four experience at the American Airlines Center. Um, it's, I wonder if he got pushed by any kids in the stands or, I'm not. Hugged, or hugged, actually. <laughs> no, unwanted. Well, I did get one unwanted. Well, I wouldn't say unwanted, but I got one hug. I don't know okay. where, um, but no, no unwanted pushes or hugs. Um, and a Heat Sixer series that has completely changed with a bead coming in and a little bit Last on the Warriors team. Grizzlies game that is happening as we're recording this. Um, so, but we're going to start with the Celtics Bucks game four. The Celtics are able to tie up the series to 2 2. It was not looking good for them earlier in this game. Um, the Bucks like literally like half an hour. I mean, half yeah, hour, like yeah, yeah, half an hour ago, and really like <laughs> first quarter was rough. Yeah. Bucks get out to this 21-11 lead. Um, bad turnovers by the Celtics. Tice was just taking threes and missing them. He actually played good defensively in this game, but it was rough out there for that stretch. Um, and then Horford sort of comes alive in the second quarter. He has 11 points. Halfway through the second quarter, uh, Tyson Smart plays some good defense, hands straight up. Um, a lot of officiating moments that we'll get to in this game for sure. But um, get to halftime. We love officiating, one. man. We do. And the refs have really taken over this this version of the playoffs oh, this year. It's been great. Um, Ed Malloy, man, he's putting on some master classes. Kane Fitzgerald put on an absolute show in American Airlines Center. That was awesome. <laughs> Great to watch, for sure. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that as it relates to CP3 and the Memphis Grizzly, the Memphis Grizzlies versus Golden State Warriors war that is happening virtually and physically. Yeah, um, that's a good word to, to describe it. I mean, it's just a war. Like it's worth yeah. it's way it's more toxic than Heat Sixers, which we both oh, thought would be like toxic. would be like yeah. the craziest thing. That that one's probably been the least. Toxic, I think of all. Yeah, of that that one might get yeah. ugly soon, but um, <laughs> yeah, but now that it's two two, yeah, <laughs> yeah, now that's a little closer and more compelling. But yeah, Grizzlies Warriors has been nothing short of a um, holy war, um, and <laughs> we'll get to that at the end. But anyway, so Bucks go up; yeah. they're up one at half. Um, they have ten offensive rebounds. No Robert Williams in this game for the Celtics. Um, Jalen Brown gets his fourth foul with nine minutes left in the third and then his fifth with like two minutes left. Did you think that was a charge when he picked it up? Uh, foul. I uh, thought it was a charge. The one on that, that Drew took? Yes. Yes, I thought that was a charge in real time. And I yeah, don't think it my was, opinion was swayed either way by the replay. No, yeah, it was a good yeah. one. Um, yeah. It was a smart play. Um, after that, I kind of thought the game was over. Um, yeah, Giannis was, that was also a huge moment because, uh, well, Brown picked up his fifth, but if it had gone the other way, then I think Drew would have picked up his fourth. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's a massive moment. And Giannis was getting whatever he wanted. Grant Williams got his fourth foul. The lead was 11. Um, Tatum having a rough third quarter. It just feels Tatum like Tatum got can't... locked up by George Hill. Yeah, Straight Tatum. Up. 
Tatum got locked up by George Hill in the third and then kind of took advantage of him in the fourth a little bit. But um, one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the Wesley Matthews show like we saw in game three. Um, no. And um, Tatum just tough third quarter leads leads at seven to enter the fourth. Um, then Al Horford comes alive. Um, he dunks all over Giannis, gets him back for the taunting that Giannis got earlier in the game, which was a terrible tech, technical, but um, that sort of seemed like it fired him up a little bit. So he dunks on Giannis. Um, they give him a tech for that, like sort of elbows in the face, but like not intentional really. Um, yeah, but I, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I, I think I tweeted it right as it happened because, like, Booker got, like, the exact same tech in game four. So, it was like, like they got to call it, I think. I, I don't know why they're calling that. But it's just the way it is. Yeah. And the Celtics open up with an 11-0 run. They lead by four, early fourth quarter. Um, Giannis gets tired and Bud sits him uh, for, like, about a minute. It didn't really affect much. I don't think it impacted – I don't think it caused the outcome of the game. That was just – that was just interesting to see because that happened last year against the Nets in a couple different spots. Um, Horford is just dominant in the fourth quarter. It's 16, um, making all kinds of threes. Did you ever uh, think you would say that sentence again? I don't, think I've, ever, I don't think dominant. I've ever said, said it before, <laughs> at least at least on here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, 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 it was kind of before our time and, like, yeah. I mean, was, like sure. we kind of caught a caught him in the Philly years, and then he's in OKC for a little oh, stint God, yeah. there. Off the map there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the Boston. I mean the last time he was in Boston was 2018, right? I guess I guess we were around yeah. then, but I don't think he was playing this good. Nah, he was a Giannis stopper back then. I think right, the, still like is. the original Giannis stopper. Um, yeah. So Horford finishes with 30 points, 5-3, 16 in the fourth. Um, this is like this was like one of those performances, like the Jeff Green game in game five, uh, Nets Bucks last year. Just yeah. very similar vibes to that. Um, we're just making everything. Um, rough game for Drew Holiday, scoring-wise. He's taken 92 shots in four games of this series, which is a lot. I guess he kind of has to without Middleton, but like that's that is a high volume. I don't, I'm not sure he has to. I, I, I don't know. I think, I think Who going else to takes him though. You know, that's the problem. I think them going to Brook Lopez in the post in Game Three seemed to work, and they did a little bit more. I don't know. He he took 30 shots in Game Three. That just seems like way too many. Face value. Yeah, that is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> he, did he, you take more shots than Yells? He must have. I mean, I'm sure, like, surely. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that might be a little excessive. I'll give it yeah. That. Tatum and Horford lead them to victory. Tatum finally starts scoring on George Hill. Um, Jalen Brown doesn't come back in until about, like, four or five minutes left because he, he he's on the bench at five. Um, they're already up, like, kind of comfortably. Yeah, no, they were up. They were up. They were up, like, eight eight points pretty much yeah, that, whole, that whole way. Um, and Celtics pull out, and it's 2-2. Two, two. And after this kind of lackluster first round that we got, um, that we talked about last time, we are here and with the chance to have all four of our series go 2-2, depending on what happens in Golden State tonight. So, um, We're getting it. We're getting playoff basketball. What's your read? I mean, what's your read on this at this point? Like, are you are you leaning Celtics or Bucks? Because it kind of feels like 
that I mean, if the Celtics lose that game, it's over, and you waste the Horford game. And game three, I thought I thought the Celtics should have won, given the the, the non call, and the, the, I guess they called it, but it wasn't a shooting talent smart at the end. That was frustrating to watch. Um, game game one and two in Boston were pretty much mirror images of each other as well. So, yeah, um, I think Boston has to be feeling pretty good uh, about themselves right now because they've been in. I think pretty much all four games. I think game one was the only one that kind of got out of control there for a bit, right? Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, outside of that, like they, they've been in every single game. They've really, they, I mean, they bothered Giannis in Boston, which I kind of expect to happen again in game five. Um, yeah. And now, you know, if, if you're down 3-1 going into that situation, now all of a sudden you have to stop Giannis, you know, in Milwaukee. But now you got game five and game seven in Boston, and that's a little easier of a task. So this this game was massive. Um, this fourth quarter was huge for, for Boston. I mean, that has to be giving you so much confidence. Um, Milwaukee's offense kind of just sputtering out and, and not really doing anything obviously helped them out. But, I mean, that's kind of the story with Milwaukee that we've seen in the past years. Um, I think for, like, 2019 and 2020, big reason that I didn't, you know, pick Milwaukee to come out of the East was the fact that they never really ran any offense. Um, without Middleton, it feels like they're kind of reverting back to that. And like, I just don't see Bud fixing that, uh, you know, for the final three games of the series. So like Giannis or, you know, Drew is just going to have to play a lot better. Um, and yeah, I mean, Boston just has so many bodies, you know, so much more depth, I feel like, than, than Milwaukee going forward too. Because I mean, yeah, you got the Al Horford game tonight. Um, but Grant Williams has been lighting it up, you know, for the rest of the series. Um, Tatum, honestly, I think Tatum still ended up with 30, but like, it didn't feel like he had a great game either. No. Yeah. Tatum. Um, I mean, he had a terrible game three and I mean, it didn't feel like he certainly didn't feel like he had 30. Um, a lot of those buckets were just him like closing out the game late, which is good, which is good, but he wasn't there for a lot of the first three. That worries me if I'm if I'm Milwaukee man. Like it, you gotta get these wins. Like this game for sure. Like they had to close it out. Yeah, they were up by what 10, 10, 12 going into the fourth. Um, this game like it, it seemed like a done deal going into the fourth. You just gotta hold on. You got trade buckets. You got Giannis. Um, you know defense was looking pretty good until that point, and then there was like that four minute stretch where Boston just went on like a ten a ten zero run, twelve zero run, something like eleven zero eleven zero to uh, start 11-0. the fourth. Yeah, and that's just absolutely tore Milwaukee apart. And, and, like, there's no explanation for it. Like, I honestly, I can't. Like, Milwaukee just stopped playing basketball. It, on it was the just ISO, Drew, <laughs> ISO, Giannis, ISO. Yeah. And the Celtics were running their sets and getting yep. the Bucks in rotation, which is they all they did in shots. game two. Yep. Yeah. They learned from game one. Um, and, I mean, game two, the, the, the three-point disparity was 20 to three. So, um that was a that was a big outlier game, I think. But I mean, if if you had to guess what Game Five looks like, it might. I think it's still going to be close. But oh yeah, I don't know no, if you're getting good. that. I don't know if you're getting that. Like, you know, I, I think I think the Celtics are well suited to make some adjustments, and they found Horford open for jumpers time and time again. Um, yeah, they did against Brooklyn as well, and he was hitting against Brooklyn. So you know. This is a guy that is making these big shots again. So yeah, and fr- I mean, frankly, it's un- it's unlikely that the home team is going to have these players 
to get foul trouble like this. Like they had their, their foul trouble was, was a lot worse than what the Bucks had to deal with today. Oh, yeah. And Connaughton gets hurt at the end. That could be big if he's not able to go because they're going to have to play a lot of Grayson Allen. He'll get attacked. Um, yeah. Yeah. Derek White was good defensively tonight. Um, him and Pritchard actually held up pretty well. There were a lot of possessions where it was them on the floor at the same time with Williams out and Robert Williams out as well. And there's like um, no way that should be happening. If you're in Milwaukee, like that, that should be buckets. Yeah, they, but they don't. That's that's the problem. That's they right. they, they never do it. Um, they they didn't do it um, last year and it almost it almost doomed them against the Nets, even with yeah. Harden on one leg. Um, <laughs> and I don't know. I, I there's a chance that Middleton comes back. Um, nah, I mean they need him to. They need him for like, right yeah. Now. Bud has not ben said that he's sure, out, but... despite what the early report said. It's kind of feeling like it's a Booker situation where like no one really knows except the team. Yeah. Um, and I mean, Game Six is when he would come back if the Celtics take Game Five at home for sure. Um, but I don't know. Any I don't feel good about betting against Giannis, and I did it anyway. And I don't want to pick against him twice. Um, I think you're okay with it, man. Um, you got a big bet on Boston going. I don't know if the listeners know. I think this was after. Uh, we, we mentioned it last pod. time. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It was before. We talked it about it. It was before? Okay. Yeah. Because um, the series had started afterwards. So. Oh, you're right. You're right. Um, yeah, but, you know, like, look, I, I feel I, – I just feel confident that Boston in the situation that they're in, like, they're – generating like the, the the process for them has been a lot better right they're generating the good looks and we even saw that in game one where they're missing all those threes like a lot of those threes were good looks um you know and they start falling and you know this milwaukee offense as much as you know it's hard to bet against Giannis, it's you know kind of made easier by the fact that bud is still the coach over there right and uh outside of that one playoff run last year and you know and, and you could kind of say that he kind of got lucky in certain instances last year as well. Um, I don't, I don't think there's really <clears throat> any team that challenged them quite like Boston is going to challenge them in, in these next three games, you know, um, last year. Cause I, I think Phoenix, Phoenix sort of just came down to a case where we just could not stop Giannis at all. Um, you know, in Atlanta, I just don't think had the personnel to really match up with Milwaukee last year. And Brooklyn would have been the only team that, you know, probably would have beaten them maybe fully healthy. But, you know, obviously with injuries, it changes the game a lot. So, you know, this Boston team is shades of, of 2020 Miami a little bit, right? You know, got that defense, got a lot of guys that can make threes. Got to like it. Shades of 2020 Miami, he says. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How about this? This series is just shades of 2019 Raptors Sixers. Raptors? With the other two contenders that have been there for all these years instead. Ooh. Unless, okay. I, guess, I guess the Heat are left out if you do that. But yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of like uh, game one was different i think i think the first two games were close in that series if i'm remembering correctly game three was sixers blowout but then game four is the tight one where if they go down three one it's kind of over um yeah and and obviously the raptors were the road the road team in that series they didn't have home court um but it's kind of like two great defensive teams you've got Giannis involved in both of them um there are some parallels oh, are you however talking Toronto, Milwaukee, and- 
2019 or Toronto yes. Philly in 2019? To, no, to, sorry. I meant to say I was. I don't know why I said the Giannis thing because I meant to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about confused. the. I'm talking about the Kawhi. The Kawhi. Okay. Story. Yeah, because then Toronto had home court too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think, that yeah, makes yeah. more sense. Okay, yeah, but yeah. um. Yeah, so I was like, confused. I was all over. Yeah, the place, yeah. I know. I, sw- I switched <laughs> to the Giannis. I don't know why I did. Yeah, that. yeah. Um, but uh, as far as predictions go, uh, if it gets to Game Seven, I'm just not betting against Giannis, man. I'm just not doing really? it. Really? Yeah, okay. that's how I feel. So. In Boston, though, if it was in Milwaukee, I would say absolutely bet on Giannis. But in Boston, in Boston, we've seen it before. Like 2018, we they lost Game Seven because they couldn't hit a shot. That's different. I know it's a different team (laughs) for the most part, but I think Giannis and LeBron are the two guys who could do that to you. Um, So that's that's where I'm going. I'm going Bucks in seven. I don't feel good about it, but this is the series is about as close as it gets. So yeah, that was a that was a great toss up. Uh, I'm still sticking with Celtics in seven. Yeah, I think it goes seven either way, though. Okay. I don't think we're going to get a winner before seven. I hope not, because this is, it's been great. Um, <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, moving on to your team. Um, <sighs> rough weekend for CP3 in Dallas. Uh, rough weekend for you as a Suns fan. Um, again, for half the team there, it feels like. Uh, yeah. Cameron Payne's been off. DA was terrible. Uh, oh, he's been. I have some. Disappearing act. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, go for it. I trash the man. <laughs> well, well, okay. Um, so talk, talk about your your experience because you went oh, to game yeah. four. Yes, I did go to game four. Initially, we were going to go to game three. Uh, JT lost his money gambling on Boston. Uh, Drew, <laughs> Drew, yeah, uh, I was did out. not make it either. Yeah, <laughs> I lost so, my. It's not that I lost the money. It's that I was scared of like going to nah, Dallas right. and spending like two hundred dollars and then coming back with nothing because the Bucks. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, JT did not make it out. Uh, Drew also could not make it to Game Three, and then by the time he texted me that he could make it to Game Four because tickets were a lot cheaper, we had already bought tickets for Game Four. Um, so we ended up missing each other there. Uh, but yeah, we sat uh, in the 200 level, so it was a little lo- like a lot less crowded than like uh, like regular like 100 or 300 level seating, if that makes sense. Uh, and so I, I really enjoyed it. Okay, so you're uh, like below the upper the upper bowl, like right below the upper bowl. Yeah, there's that like little okay. middle so section. I'm, yeah, I've only been to that yeah. arena once. Yeah, it's like a tiny little. It's got maybe like. 10 11 rows there it's a, it's a little section oh, okay um and anyways yeah so we went there and uh it, it was i mean mavs fans are crazy man and you know I, I went to a phoenix game in phoenix the the value game last year and i thought the fans were insane in phoenix uh dallas is close uh very very close um it was packed with blue um pretty much everyone had a jersey there it felt like uh, it felt like I was back in like OKC for a playoff game. Um, I saw really like, a decent. That's yeah. that's high praise. That is oh high yeah, praise. man. No, it was crazy. This is one of the, like genuinely one of the better crowds that I've seen. I don't know. Like there might be a slight bit of bias just because like I was coming in as like an opposition fan, so it maybe felt a little bit more for me, um, like a little bit more intimidating than normal. But um, yeah, it was yeah a lot of. Dallas has got good fans, man. I'll say that um, outside of the people that, that mess with CP3's family. We'll touch on that. But anyways, um, 
and it was not harassed or anything like that. It was a good time. The game itself, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the game itself was uh, frustrating throughout. Um, you know, everything from refereeing to just the Suns playing really bad. Dorian Finney-Smith deciding that he could just hit everything. David Davis Bertans hit everything in the first half too. I think he was like yes, four he did. for four. Um, and yeah, between that, like it, it was just you know Luca kind of picking us apart getting penetration it felt like on every single like possession pretty much and then just bad weak side help man i mean like it was sort of like you either had to prevent the layup and then you gave away like an open three and you know this was just one of the games that dallas just hitting all the open threes i mean the amount of kickouts um, to the to the corner that they had that were just oh clean just it was over time, and yeah. over and over and over yeah um, i mean yeah yeah second quarter it felt like they were just doing that every single play um, and it was the exact same thing. And it was like just watching it on replay. I think Bertans hit like three of them in a row. And it's just like, dude, like, like, what are we doing? You know, we got to like get a call timeout and just do something. Um, but yeah, second half was a little bit better. Um, you know, obviously outside of CP3 foul trouble, like it felt like the defense sort of figured it out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously they, they you know, slowed down. They weren't hitting as high of a clip of threes as they were in the first half. Um, but you know, it's just a tough game when you don't have your second best player right? and CP three is pretty much out for the entire third quarter and then out for almost the entire fourth quarter because of foul trouble. And then he eventually gets fouled out. Um, you don't have any good performances from Aiton and you can go in on Aiton in a little bit. I'll like leave you to that. Uh, <laughs> it felt like Mikhail, um, you know, he's just, he's not hitting the mid range shots. Mikhail game three and four to not have much terrible. impact it didn't and seem like bad in both ends as well i mean he wasn't playing good defense uh, i felt like they were getting a lot of penetration on pretty much everybody and normally like mikhail's like the one guy that's like okay like you know mikhail and jay like have to be solid on defense can't give up penetration uh-huh. if they pick on booker chris paul like we can't really do anything about that and aiden uh can't really do anything about that but like you know your, your wings have to be good and they weren't um crowder i will say had a really good offensive game game three and game four he was hitting everything yeah um, it had that floater game working too, which was way off in the first two games um, and against the Pelicans last series. So that's like a welcome sight. Uh, Booker had like the weirdest 30 point game I've seen. Like it, he was playing like, like, yeah, it, his by splits far are really good, player, but it but feels like, like you need more from him at the same time. Like it feels like you just need him to like get hot. Like he was against the Pelicans in that like one. Yeah. Half, he's not having his know, little like, runs really. He's kind of exactly. just like, yeah. Quiet, um, you know? It's a very quiet 30. I think he had like 32, and it just never really felt like he was going to take over the game. Uh, no, nobody could really string together those runs, uh, even when we got some stops in the second half. Um, and, and you know, it, it's tough, yeah, it's it's a little bit choppy with the, the refs and everything, but uh, I think the worst, like I, I tweeted after the game, like the worst part about like the referee discussions that were being had was like it kind of gets overlooked just how bad we played that like Dallas like gave us every single chance to win that game and we just couldn't take it, you know, and that, you know, you just got to hit shots. You got to make better plays. Um, it felt like, you know, Booker was at least making a, the right decision a lot of the time when he got doubled and then other people just weren't doing their bit, you know, whether it's Cam Johnson, who's usually reliable, whether it's Mikhail Bridges, who's usually reliable and they just weren't either making the shots or, or you know, they're turning the ball over and he just can't do that. Did you think they were hunting Luca enough? in either game because it feels like they kind of went away from that after no. that it was just a complete way they they i mean they eviscerated them in game two yeah 
It seems but like I think Dallas is doing a lot better job of, of hiding him. Like it's okay. a lot harder to attack him one on one. Whereas like I, it felt like Dallas kind of left him on an island in game two against CP3 in the fourth. Whereas like they don't really leave him on an island as much anymore. Uh, the help seems a lot more active. Um, they're throwing a lot more just like double, whether it's doubles or, or just kind of having the help there, like closer to the drives. Um, so you're kind of like you you can pick on Luca to get like shots over him, but like then you're kind of relying on on making you know something like semi contested threes, um, and that's just not really our game, right? So I don't know if they need to adjust and like try and, and make that their game uh, and just kind of try and shoot Dallas out of the series, but like it's just not the way that they play normally, right? And so it's it's tough to adjust now. I feel like especially with CP3, like he just doesn't do that, right? Like he wants those mid range and, and you know either hitting the roll guy or getting a layup, right? So he's not going to settle. Do you think that the Suns win if CP3 doesn't get that, that his sixth foul and that, I mean, maybe, the, I, don't, I can't even imagine what your reaction was in the arena because that was terrible. Oh my God, that was like a deflating moment. It was just like, like everyone is on their feet and I'm just like in my seat, like, <laughs> like lying down almost. Um, just with like, yeah, it just took all the energy out. Uh, it felt like that. And then I think there was like a, either a Brunson two, or maybe it was like a, a Finney Smith three, something like that. And like that really, really took the air out. Um, but yeah, it was just deflating to have it like, and like he had just come back on, you know, and like yeah. it got him immediately. So um, he sat, he sat the whole third or something. Like it was, yeah, it was pretty a while. <laughs> He picked um, up his, his uh, fifth pretty early in the third. So he yeah. was sitting all the third quarter, and, like, we kept it kind of close, too. I think mean, it was, like, a six-point game maybe going yeah. into the, the fourth. And, you know, for him to do that, like, wow, okay. I shouldn't say for him to do that. It was kind of an iffy call, but I think he did grab his arm. Um, I, I think the really? two calls yeah, that, I thought it was a terrible call, and I'm not even, like – I thought it was a terrible call in real time. Uh, I, I think I saw an angle that looked like he may have kind of pulled back Right. on the arm on the rebound so like i, I don't know I, do you give that as a sixth foul usually not but you know it, it felt like they were definitely going against cp there a little bit because i mean he he didn't get the little like when he stopped in front of brunson uh when he had the the dribble, yeah i think it was like yeah. third or fourth foul yeah like they didn't even give him that right and, and so he just kind of knew that like they, they were going to foul him out one way or another so um well, Dorian Finney-Smith, eight for eleven from three, um, yeah, making everything. A lot of them are open, and that's the scary part. Um, oh, I will say that's the other thing that I want to touch on. Booker was kind of the culprit there for a lot of that like openness because him. And, and I was gonna say it. Uh, we never got to like pod after I think the first two games of the series, but like him, Dallas is much better off attacking him in an off-ball sense than they are in like an on-ball sense because his on-ball defense has gotten miles and miles better than it was the last couple of years. But his off-ball, he still like ball watches a lot. He's mm. not as quick to react on closeouts, and he's just not a good closeout guy in general. Um, he just doesn't have the length for it. Like that's how – like if you want to pick on Booker's defense, like that's how you got to do it, and they did a much better job of doing that um, in, in game four. For sure. Well, um, DeAndre Aiden, um, <sighs> just need more from him. He needs to be more. I mean, he should be able to feast against these guys, and he did it in game one and two. Mostly, I mean, mostly game one, but game two was more of like 
CP3 just take over. Um, and I just, I don't know. It, it just didn't, like, they don't have enough bigs to deal with them, especially with them. I mean, they're barely playing Powell anymore. It's mostly just Kleber and Bertans up, out there. He should be able to punish those guys inside. Um, it seems like he was missing a lot of putbacks, too. Things like little tip-ins, stuff like that yep. that he usually makes. Um, the floater's kind of wanted... gone away as well. Yeah, they're, they're just... It's just not easy for him. Um, and I think what you said about campaign to lead off was accurate. Last play, he, I mean, this these playoffs has just been nightmare for him compared to what we saw last year where he was actually filling in pretty well for CP3 when he was in the game. Um, as far as Dallas goes, I mean, I, I said before game four, I have a lot of friends who are Mavs fans, and I, I told them that to win this game, you're going to have to make 23s and – I mean, it's kind of how you beat this team. We talked about it before the series, um, and they made exactly 20, um, and they won by, you know, 8 or 10 or whatever it ended up being. Um, I don't know if you can expect them to shoot that well again. They were 20 for 42, um, which is not, like – I mean, it's not like, insane. It's That's not the thing, like, you know? Like, that crazy. <laughs> um, but also Chris Paul fouling out. Um, you would hope that Mikhail is going to play better at home. It has to, man. If he gets, if he can, I mean, I'm not asking for a replica, a replica of that game five versus Pelicans where he had 37 and missed like four shots the whole game. Oh, he didn't but, even get like 15. Yeah, on, like, good yeah, he he was yeah. he's been he was rough in Dallas. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, here we are again with the Suns, where they're being pushed to the limit. Um, yeah, and, we love this, don't we? <laughs> yeah, last time CP3 answered the call in a big way. Um, but Pelicans didn't have Luca, and there's not there wasn't this big threat looming on the other side. Yeah. So, and I, if you're the Suns, like, do you know that you can win in Dallas? You don't because you haven't yet. And, um, that that wasn't the case last time. So, I think you feel good about going home and their role player. I expect Cam Johnson and Mikhail to play better. Um, I'm not sure that Booker is like too affected by that kind of stuff anymore at this point in his career. By the he's, just like being home versus away, like I, I think he's reached I don't status. Think he cares. Yeah, he's yeah. reached the status where like he's he's a big enough of a star where it doesn't really affect him that much. Yeah. Aiden, maybe. Um, Aiden, I think it kind of does. Yeah, Aiden. Yeah. I think if, I think if you see the Suns get out to a big lead, it's just going to carry over and they might win by 20. But if it's a close game, you kind of get into the mode where it's. It's mono a mono with Luca. It can get scary, um, especially yeah. with how many shooters the Mavs have. So, um, I'm gonna say Phoenix in seven because I I do think I have to respect the what what Dallas has been able to do in Dallas. Um, but I can't see. I'm not. I mean, Scott Foster has yet to make an appearance in this series. I don't know when it's coming. Game six. Um, I think it's got to be game six. Game six, but is that dependent on who wins game five? Uh, maybe. I, I think he's going to be there regardless. Okay. Why do you but say game six? Think. I'm curious. Because uh, either way, like, it, like that's the more pivotal game in the series, right? Because like, you either okay. got to keep Dallas in it or it's a closeout game. So like, yeah. they're going to like make sure they close it out, I would think. Um. Game five, yeah, it just feels like a weird game to throw in Scott Foster, especially like after you just dinged 
Phoenix a lot harder. Yeah, I don't four. see them doing like, that again. I just can't again. do it back to back. Yeah. Um, if it was like a game three and game four situation, I could see it. But like game four and the game five, I just don't don't think it's gonna happen. Okay. Well, you have. I have a feeling you're going to pick Dallas because you picked against the Suns last time. But No, um, I'm going to stick with my original prediction, actually. Suns in six. Uh, I think we get it done. I, th- I think, like you said, like going home, I think it's going to be huge uh, for the role guys. I think Cam Johnson is due for a big game. I think Mikhail is going to kind of figure it out again. Um, Aiden, again, like I said, just seems a lot more comfortable when he's playing at home. Um, and, and, like, to be honest with you, like, New Orleans kind of scared me for like different reasons because you guys had like so much length and like size inside. We had like, like that. The off- we had like physical advantages. Yeah, and that always scares me a lot more than like where like with Dallas, it, it doesn't feel like like they're kind of taking away our good shots. Like we we missed a lot of shots that like we normally make, um, especially Mikhail and Aiden missed a lot of shots that they normally make. And so it, I haven't really seen anything from Dallas where I'm like, wow, like, you know, they can go, go into Phoenix and just like lock us up or anything like that. You know, um, it feels like Phoenix has just kind of got to like trust the process. You're doing the right things. You're getting the right looks and you just kind of need them to go down at some point. And again, that's what I'm saying. Like going back home, I feel a lot more comfortable about being able to, to get that done. And then at that point, I think it's just a CP3 closeout game in Dallas. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's going to get it done. Um, I've seen him do it to, to Clippers last year. That was on the road yeah. as well, I believe. Um, and, you know, I think he, he managed to get it done. And I, I no, think he, he's going to be a lot more fired up as well with, his with all the stuff with his family. It's hard to go against that, how, how great he's been in some of these closeout games. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's a closeout game right now. So. Okay. And yeah, I mean, he was good closeout game against y'all as well, right? That was another game six on the road. Oh yeah, that was yep. that was a fourteen for fourteen game. Yep. So there um, you go. So I don't know. Game six, Chris Paul seems to be the the thing right now. But if it goes seven, you're nervous. If it goes seven, I'm shitting bricks. So yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah I'm ready to lose and throw a tantrum on Twitter. Okay. Well, yes. we might see that. Um, uh, don't say that. Is I don't. I don't think it's gonna happen. But it's, I mean, these playoffs have been. Nothing, nothing that crazy has happened so far, you know, like kind of everything, unless you, unless like the craziest thing that's happened is really like been Brooklyn getting swept. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, like, I like, I mean, Minnesota like blown leads, but even that's kind of like, it's a two seed. Like, yeah, but the better team still came out, like the better team still won. So it was like, yeah. Um, Okay. Well, it's been a lot of shock so far, I think, right? On both sides. Um. Except for yes. no, Dallas was yes. a four seed too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so now to the well, I guess we'll give you a Warriors Memphis update. This doesn't really matter, but for for our purposes, this is how little we care. Yeah, this is how little we care. Um, the two teams are combined five uh, of thirty-seven from three um, right that. now. The Warriors are one of eighteen, and they're down six. Um. Yeah, that's another game nearing the end of the first half. So there you go. No jaw right um, tonight. So no jaw. No jaw is faking an injury right now, so he will not be. <laughs> not. <laughs> All right. Okay. That's right. Like um. Oh, 
All right, so we'll talk about that later. But Heat, 76ers, uh, we go to Philly for we, – we have not discussed the series at all on the podcast. No. Um, I mean, we previewed it, and I think I – like, this was before this Golden State news. I wow. think we both – I mean, the Embiid news, and I think we said Embiid We thought it was going to be five. sweet without Embiid, yeah. Or maybe yeah. it was even five, yeah, something like I said five. I, you might have said – maybe you said three. <laughs> I think I said um, But, I mean, it looked that way. Game, game one and two were very ugly. Um, doesn't even really – their discussion um to the wow. two of the most boring playoff games i've ever seen um wow with, i mean it was wow. like <laughs> game game one especially was like ooh. um was it, it was kind of close for a little bit it was close for like it was half. but then they blew them out and no like yeah, both yeah. teams just shot terribly like it was, wasn't fun <laughs> um so that was just the hardened show and they locked him up and then in game three and beat returns um Miami shoots terribly, like just like they did in Game Four. Um, I didn't really watch a lot of this game, so that's why I'm not spending as much well, time yeah. on it. Um, it's a busy time. We got finals. We got stuff going on. Can't be expected to watch Dallas. everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Game Four is a game I watched a ton of, though. And my biggest takeaway was that um, Spolstra's stubbornness. Ooh. Is might be getting the best of him right now. Uh-oh. And explain, explain yourself. Um, Max Struess, someone who lovable. You know, I I think character. I think I introduced him to the world on this podcast about two or three years ago. Dude, you um, introduced him. I don't know if it was on podcast. You definitely tweeted about him out of nowhere, like two years. Ago. Well, because he so he came off the bench in some game. I think it was versus Indiana. And he was like five for five, and I was like, oh, they yeah. found another one. Yeah, another shooter just out of nowhere, yeah. Max Drews. And now he's starting for the team. So um, he had a rough two games in Philly, um, where you know he's out there, he's out there over Duncan Robinson because he's better defensively. I don't think he's better defensively by that much, um, and I think Robinson is a better shooter. And Philly yeah. needed—I mean, not Philly. The Heat needed a way to score that wasn't just Jimmy Butler isos. As good as he was in Game Four with forty points, um, Struess was just struggling, and Spo just refused to play him. He, he's played like one minute in this whole series, um, and I'm not sure that. And you need you need the offense because Lowry is like non-existent. Either if he's he's just hurt or like this is this is the guy he is now. He's been invisible for them. Um, seems like he's hurt. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, I guess. But he's also really old now. He's 37. Um, he's CP3's age. And CP3 kind of showed his age a little bit, maybe. I don't know. Um, uh, CP3 turned, 30, turned 37 on right before game, game four. Three. Or game three. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think I think him and Lowry are about the same age. And yeah. Um, Jimmy, I mean, as impressive as he was, he was basically posting up Embiid and scoring um, in this game, which was insane. Um, Jimmy's crazy. Harden revives himself. Part of the part of an eight zero run, he puts he puts Philly up twelve. Nine minutes left. Um, his best game in the playoffs, probably so far. Um, yeah, I would put it above Game Six versus Toronto because they won that game by thirty. Um, yeah, and. This wasn't really like a pressure situation as much as they had to win that game, but they were up by they were up by a lot for a lot of that game. So um, well, he closed this game out, right? Yeah, he, he did. They had he another eight-zero run at the end. Of the hitting floor. all kinds of tough threes. Um, 
and the series goes back to Miami now, and you feel like the Heat can shoot better. They were like seven for thirty-two in like both of these games, basically for three, um, which is terrible. But like, how many shooters do they really have? Like, it's not even like it's uh, kind of just Struess and PJ Tucker in the starting lineup. Yeah. Like, I don't know that you can like hang your hat on they're going to shoot better because they don't like that. Yeah, that lineup, was my. Most of their lineups are not like it's not Dallas. Like they don't have a ton of shooters out there. Yeah, and, like, like t- Tucker is really only from the corner. Yeah, and like, Hero, like, Hero's great, corner. but like he's he's been struggling. I I just don't know. I don't know, and I'm kind of leaning Philly now. Oh, man, do I want? I can't do that. I think I'm sticking with Miami. Um, because I like. They don't need a lot is the thing, you know, like they, they don't need to shoot like 45% from three. They just need to make like, I don't know, 13 threes instead of um, six. like seven, seven, six or seven. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's why I'm like, but, but that's also kind of on Jimmy to do what he's doing. Yeah. Jimmy, I, I mean, that's a lot to ask and Embiid's getting more comfortable. I just don't, yeah. I don't know. Philly has more talent. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm just like, Philly does have more talent. That's yeah. kind of where I'm at. I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm going Philly in six here. It feels bold. But, and I, 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 mean, uh, I, I said before, I said before the series that I would have picked Philly in six if Embiid was there the whole time. That's true. That's true. So you think they, they essentially sweep them with Embiid? Reverse sweep. A reverse sweep with Embiid. That's crazy. I guess so. I, um, I mean, it's that would be something, man. Jeez. So I don't. I mean, I don't think Philly's winning this in seven. If it gets to seven, I don't see them winning the game in Miami. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm so I, I'm, I'm leading Miami if at I'm, seven. Man. If I'm picking them, that's where I'm going to go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, you put me in a tough spot because, like, yeah, like you're saying, like, the, the three-point shooting, like, they, they don't have shooters like they used to. Um, But I, I just got to believe that, like, they got to – like, they, they can't be that bad again, I feel like. You know, like, this is, this is all-time – not all-time bad, but, like, this is really, really bad. Um, Like, they're – this is well below average, I'll say. So I think I got to assume that Miami starts knocking in some of these shots, at least at home. And they got home court advantage, which I think is going to play play itself out here. Bam's got to play better. Bam does have to play better. Um, I mean, everyone was, across the He had a rough game there. three. He was, good. he was great in game four, but rough game yeah. three. Um, he's not I mean, even like Oladipo, Hero, like they need to, to step up a little bit too. So. I mean, I just think they're gonna hunt Hero, with, with yeah. Like that's what's that's what Spo that's why Spo isn't doing this because he knows if he plays Hero and Robinson at the same time, yeah. they're just gonna get destroyed by Maxi and Harden. How much zone were they playing in Game Four? Because I, I missed like um, most of Game Four. It seemed like maybe a lot of the second half. Okay. Um, and it wasn't working. It wasn't really the first... working. Game it was working, but I guess that was without Embiid, so slow it down. Yeah, they kind of stick Embiid in the middle of the zone and yeah. breaks it down. Um, yeah, can't really do that with uh, DeAndre Jordan and Paul Reed. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's where I'm at. I don't know. It feels bold, and I'm not as high on this Miami team as you are. But um, well, the problem is I wasn't high on this Miami team until my team crashed out. So <laughs> now I'm like. Eh. The team is not yeah, crashed yeah. out yet. No, no, oh, like not the Suns, but the Brooklyn. Oh. Brooklyn. Uh, okay, okay. I should have hopped on the Celtics train, man. They're my kind of team right there. 
Uh, what way? <laughs> well, a lot of like three point shooting, stingy defense. That's the isn't that just the heat? I mean, without the shooting. Well, without the shooting, that's the that's the big yeah. problem with it. <laughs> you're a heat, but you're a heat for lifer though. No, oh, I'm definitely not a heat lifer. Like we've 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 ado- we each have adopted a team. The West, I is the Raptors, <laughs> and yours is the Heat. I am the, I am the... <laughs> right. I mean, well, that's kind of true. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like any of the other East teams. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Uh, I, Atlanta, Atlanta is like the shared thing. I hate Milwaukee. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, no. guess, uh, I guess that's understandable. Uh, um, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of souring towards them too after the just dude, the Giannis. Just like, fun to watch. I just noticed that Giannis is just like getting away with a lot of shit. Oh yeah. Not, I don't know. Got to see that firsthand in the finals last year, man. All of a sudden. <laughs> Yeah, between that and like just how ugly their offense is, sometimes like it's just hard to like them, you know. Uh, but Boston, you know, Boston wasn't playing too bad. Well, I don't know who I'm rooting Boston for. This. I guess I'm rooting for Boston at this point out of the East. Well, you have to root for Boston. I feel like you're obligated. No, nah, <laughs> I mean once 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 this round's over, I have no obligation to them. Did, didn't I, you put money on them to like reach the finals? No, I, I that's the Bucks actually. So. Oh, so you did hedge it? So yeah, that no, it was a hedge within a hedge. <laughs> like the the uh, hedge, hedge that I make later hedge. is going to be the hedge within the hedge because okay, okay. the Celtics Celtics money is already the hedge. Um, oh lord! Because <laughs> I was like the winner of this series, and I feel this has way. To make the finals has to make the finals. We felt that way last year with the Bucks yes. that series. I think yep. it's true. Um, I don't see any way that Miami is beating Boston. Like not. Um, oh yeah, I just don't think I can imagine them beating just Milwaukee because of like the Spoho stuff, but like, and then Philly, like, I I mean, I think Milwaukee would beat them because Giannis is just the better Embiid, and um, yeah, Yeah. that's right. Uh, And (laughs) I would agree with you. (laughs) I guess Philly Boston is a little more interesting, but they have so many guys that they can throw Embiid and Harden. It's it's, like I don't see it at all. I think MB is gonna be like in hell against. To me, Boston. that's like Celtics in five. Like, yeah, well, Celtics in five. I think either way, in all honesty, like five close heat. games against Miami and five not so close games against. Well, they would be the road team with Miami. That's the only thing. But, um, yeah, like I, Miami just can't keep up, man. Like unless they go nuclear shooting, but like I, again, like I just don't see it. Okay. And like I mean, Tatum's gonna love if they play Duncan Robinson. Oh my god. Yeah, they're kind of running out of dudes. That's why. I'm, that's why I'm leaving Philly. I just yeah. like Miami doesn't have like a maxi. They don't have like yeah. It's kind of Bam and Jimmy versus the world. And well, it's supposed to be Oladipo, I guess, right? It's supposed to be the maxi type. Yeah, can, I guess he can come a lot. I just I don't know. I've seen it from Oladipo. I, I, think, I feel like one Harris is like the parallel. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I feel like Tobias Harris is like the the the. Oh God! You he can match what Oladipo does. Yeah, that's not good. You don't want to be in that conversation. Yeah, Jimmy scores forty <laughs> on the road, like, and you lose. Yeah, that's like, like what, what else do you need? Yeah, and you lose by like twelve. Like, I, I, uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. Um, okay, Memphis Golden State is tie. It is forty-one thirty-eight Memphis at halftime. Um, both teams are playing poorly offensively, Scrap. to say the least. Um, game two, we saw Ja just 
break down the defense over and over and over and over and over again by going left to win the game. We saw the Brooks ejection and suspension for breaking Gary Payton the second's elbow. Um, and I mean, we can just talk about the drama of the series because it's almost as fun as the basketball. Yeah, I mean, played. that's been more fun than the basketball. Yeah, wow, okay. so, uh, first two games were acting pretty good. <laughs> first two games were great. Game three was a snooze fest. Warriors won by 30. Um, yeah. So Steve Kerr says it's not – he broke the code in regards to Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks has no media availability. Um since like today, I don't think. Um, yeah, I'd assume we see him after the game today. Yeah, well, he no, he had some earlier today, and he was like saying okay, that he he regrets um, he regrets it, and he would like take it back if he could. Um, <laughs> and Gary Payton, the second is like really the only guy that the Warriors have that can stay in front of Ja. Um, so yeah. that kind of killed him in the stretch down the stretch in that game. Um, I don't really think we need to spend a ton of time, a ton of time recapping game two is an awesome job performance. It was almost a week ago at this point. Um, yeah. But game three, we get Jordan Poole like swiping at Jaw's leg. And now that was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. In my life. And Jaw is like leaves the game and yeah. it looks like he's limping, but he doesn't have an MRI. And we don't know anything about the injury. And I think it's all just, some smoke and mirrors because I don't I have no idea why they would not tell us anything about the injury <laughs> if they're not trying to do some gamesmanship thing to get pool suspended or to get like I mean any points back essentially like, I don't know like like Brooks Brooks is out for one game they're not going to suspend pool for that it's not going to happen no. I, I just I, I don't understand the why of it if they're if they're making it out, then what it worse would it then like worse would it worse than what it needs to be? Yeah, I guess because like at least when these injuries happen, you usually get a diagnosis of something, and you'll be like, it'll be like, oh yeah, Ja, we'll go get an MRI tomorrow after the game or tomorrow morning, like after the game was the night before, and we just heard nothing. Um, so I don't really know what's going on. And he went to shoot around today, and he was wearing slides and a hoodie, and like did not look happy. So maybe based on that, you can think he's injured. Um, I do think he's injured. I just don't. It seems like they're like really playing it up for the media at this point. Yeah. Um, and it's just a weird. Like they're kind of just the Grizzlies as a whole are kind of like just turning into this like unlikable. How did that happen, right? I, I, like, yeah. This should have been the fun young team. They're playing the Warriors. The Warriors have been you know, like the villains of the NBA for the last half decade. And somehow you end up as the team that nobody wants to win. Like, how, how do you do that to yourself? You know, um, Jenkins messed it up too. Cause Jenkins has been saying a lot of stuff in the media that he just doesn't need to be saying. Um, yeah. I don't know. I didn't, it, it was a weird play. I'll say that. I don't know what you thought about the pool thing. I, I don't think he was trying to injure him, but like, it was just a really, weird play i've never seen a guy like yank on another guy's knee before like that I, like <laughs> it looks weird but i also like I, maybe it was intentional but like i don't i don't understand how that can like really cause an injury like that yeah like i just don't think you can like generate enough force especially jaw who is 22 <laughs> like and yeah it's taking these i guess 
like Jaws knees are taking a lot more punishment than whatever that was. Like he's yeah. he's the flying around every play and making Yeah, it's crazy not like Jordan Poole is some like jacked guy. Like Yeah, I, I just don't <laughs> I don't know. It, it, the whole nature of this seems so weird to me and I mean, maybe, like, I don't know what the outcome of this game is going to be. I, I would have to think the Warriors turn it on in the third quarter like we've seen them do time and time again um, yeah. and sort of open this game up. But I don't know. I it seems, Like, the Grizzlies could, could be up 2-1 right now and maybe Jopolis, if that's the case. I, I, it's, 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 it's a weird, weird situation. Is this series done if it goes 3-1 tonight? I think so. Yeah. Because I think the Grizzlies are like a young team like that who are yeah. not like not going to – I mean, I guess they, they responded well to adversity in the Minnesota series, but they were only that down. Different. They weren't down. They were never down in the series except for the first game. After game one. Yeah. Like yeah. They, they came back in individual games, but like if it goes back to Golden State for game six – I just don't yeah. see them winning that. I I, I don't know. So that, I, I mean, I'm sticking with my original Golden State and six prediction. Yeah, I think I gotta go Golden State and six too. Um, but just, yeah, this team, like you said, it's just too young. They're not there yet. They seem like they got. There's too much going off the court right now for them to like really be on top of it. To yeah, it seems like a distraction kind of thing. Yeah. And, um. Okay, I guess. There you have it. Um, shorter episode today, but got to end on finals prediction as we – Oh, yes. I think I forgot to ask you last time, but um, – Oh, man. I think I'm we're, at – We're in a volatile spot right now. Celtics Golden State, I think, is what I'm at now. <laughs> I think I'm, sw- I'm swinging around the East teams. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I think I'm Celtics Golden State with Golden State winning in six. Yeah, we'll say that. I'm gonna go Bucks Golden State. With the Bucks winning. Bucks winning and I guess they're the higher. Are they the higher seed in this scenario? I don't even know. They're, bo- they're no both of them are the three seed. I think they both have like very similar wins. Yeah, I, I would think the Warriors the, might have some. I think more. the Warriors probably have more. Um, uh, yeah, the Warriors do have more. But I take more. I take Bucks and six in that case. Wow. Okay. No faith Bucks Celtics, man. Feet. It's it's gonna come down to the wire, and I'm scared. <laughs> holding on for dear life against Giannis. Um, yeah. Phoenix. Here, here's here's a fun thing that we can do. Phoenix six point favorites tomorrow. Too high. Too low. Just right. Uh. Too low. I think it should be eight point favorites. All right, I like it. I like it. Uh, Philly, Miami tomorrow. Sixers are three point dogs. Is that? Uh, no, nah, it's like a one and a half line series. I agree. I, I think, think it should be lower. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, there you have it. Um, enjoy the playoffs. I have four finals this week, so. We won't see much of you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess we'll be back on Saturday. Um, I'm with school, so I'm, I'm good to go. Yeah. Uh, I'm ready. Um, yeah, I got, I got a long week ahead of me, but I will try to enjoy some of these games um, when I can. So, 
Goodbye to all.